0: Welcome to Music Journeys, I'm Mike Foley. An amazing story and a wonderful collection of songs in this edition from Michaela Ann. Many of the songs on her latest release, "O oh, To Be That Free, search for the deeper meaning of life, but events in her own life have made the songs deepen in meaning.
1: When I was pregnant, my mom had a massive stroke, lost her entire right side and her ability to speak, and the questions I was having when writing Oh To Be That Free put a lot of those questions into real life practice.
0: Just ahead on Music Journeys, you'll hear all about Anne's story, including the special bond her mother and daughter have through music. She also gave us some laughs and great selections in that fun little segment at the end we call the Fast Five. Michaela Anne, our featured guest on this edition of Music Journeys, thanks for listening.
1: Hi, this is Michaela Anne, and this is my music journey.
0: Kayla Ann's 11-track, "O To Be That Free Release, represents a constant challenge many of us face at times. Maintaining a satisfaction with where you are in life, rather than constantly seeking external validation to feel like you're enough.
1: And I think in today's world, it's harder than ever for people to feel content and good with what we have because we have so much access to seeing what other people want us to think that they have you know you can feel great about yourself and then you can within a second look on your phone and scroll through and see everybody out there who's you know has more money has more success has seems happier with their family because we only see each other's highlights how many followers do you have how many listens do you have how many you know that's all publicly accessible and is really not the way that we should be judging anything so it's a daily daily practice, I think just really exhausting myself has helped. (laughs) (laughs) You could just choose to really enjoy your day and enjoy like everything you have, which is so much. There's always so many people who have more, but then it could always be so much worse. And then I'm like, you're a just self-absorbed brat. If you're really going to sit here and think about all the ways that your life should be be better because it's, it's incredible. So I can frame my my life as a massive utter failure or a wild success and it's the same life.
0: Anne's life began in Ithaca, New York, but with her father serving in the US Navy, it became hard to call any place home.
1: So we moved Oh man, so many times I lived in, you know, I think 20 to 25 houses by the time I was 18 and music was always my source of expression, my solace, my companion, because we were always on the go and in the new, in new places. So I didn't have, you know, I didn't have friends all the time. We would move in the summertime and you'd spend a whole summer without friends before school started. You try and make friends fast. I missed my dad all the time. I missed because he would go out to sea for sometimes six months. My grandparents and all my cousins and aunts and uncles all lived in Michigan. So I always missed them. So music really like the first song I ever wrote was an instrumental piano piece called When Daddy Comes Home. And I remember it was it was like my way of expressing my sorrow. I really realized that music, there's a connection for me that like the first main emotion that was consistent in my life was a feeling of longing, longing for my dad, longing for my relatives, longing for where we had left. So that attachment to the music of of expressing pain is really a common thread for me, as well as then a source of how to kind of get a release and have joy through music as well. into playing piano at like age five my brother i had an older brother who started playing piano first and i remember we got a piano and i remember playing like a to c like hearing that minor third for the first time and just being transfixed um i remember very viscerally just like what a strong physical response i had to music at a really young age have such ambivalence towards what making music a career can actually do to music. So I'm, I'm always contemplating it. And it took me a long time to even think I wanted to attempt having a career in music. I didn't know that there was like indie artists and kind of middle-class musicians and working-class musicians. I thought it was pop stardom or nothing. And I never felt comfortable with trying to be the Center of attention in a lot of ways that I saw pop stars, and I didn't think I wanted that mega success. So I've been very slow, a slow burn of figuring out where how you create this as a livelihood and how you do it for a lifetime um, and how that actually is possible um, and not being a household name. I have done it in a roundabout way. I went to a music school in New York City, I went to the new school for jazz and contemporary music and kind of learned along the way like oh there's people out there making a living you know that i've never heard of and this is possible so yeah i, I just have slowly been like i guess this is what i'm doing for life <laughs> and every day i'm like is this responsible should i get a different job that has you know makes more money i'm like what would you do i have no idea i i'll just always make music but it, i definitely have complex feelings about careers as musicians. It's an interesting path in life.
0: For Anne, a record reflects a certain period of time in her life. She writes music that often includes a sense of searching and questioning the deeper meaning of life. The songs on O oh To Be That Free are no exception. It's what happened in her life between the time she started the record and the final mastering that made the songs deepen in meaning.
1: I got pregnant and had a, my first child and When I was pregnant, my mom had a massive stroke. My mom survived, uh, but she she was in the hospital for three months in a coma, lost her entire right side and her ability to speak. And my whole life um, was turned upside down with that, of that nothing to me matters more than devoting that time to my mom. Then going right into becoming a mother it's just shifted all my perspectives and my priorities um, and really kind of the questions I was having when writing O oh, To Be That Free really kind of put a lot of those questions into real life practice. like it almost was preparing me that I was asking these questions of like okay how do I shift into a new place in my life where my life before was really about having a good time traveling pursuing my music career and trying to just achieve achieve for myself build a career and obviously the pandemic happened so that kind of it took everything away and then I was contemplating all of these these things of like, what is, you know, what is life? If you really take a hard look at yourself and are honest about your, your flaws and your shadow and your, your darkness, and how do you address those things? And what is a a life that's really worth living? And what is it about? Is it about gaining for myself and success or, you know, can it be about both? Is it about others in my life and not just about myself? Um, these songs felt like I was already kind of in the mindset of where to keep my focus and my, my love and my attention. So, you know, that shift I'm like contemplating this right now as I'm answering you, but kind of, you know, it was like a little bit of a cushion of I was already kind of contemplating these things to really shift into a space where, I mean, as you know, cause you have kids, it changes your life completely where a lot of your your peers and your friendships change because you can't do the things you used to be able to do. To have that and then also have this medical trauma with my mother that literally took me away. Like I lived in Michigan for the last half of my pregnancy and spent day in and day out in the hospital with her. And I would, I would sing these songs to her over and over again. And, you know, especially my song, Who You Are, which talks about I want to see who you really are. And I want to see you when life comes crashing down basically. Like when we really are asked to make major sacrifices
0: As you sang that to her, did you feel that a connection?
1: Yeah. I mean, the, for me, the the most magical experience of my mom having a stroke and me sitting by her bedside day in and day out while my baby was growing. Um, I sang, you know, I sang my own songs, but I also sang Child of Mine by Carol King. And that was a song that my mom played for me when I was a baby. And You know, I'm convinced that my mom and my daughter have this deep mystical connection because of that time that we spent together. And my daughter knows that song before when you know when she first started showing recognition as an infant. I sang that song, and her eyes she looked up at me, and there was recognition.
2: Though the times you're born in may not have been the best, you can make the time. To come better than the rest. I know you will be honest if you can't own- Child of mine, child of mine Oh, yes, sweet darling So glad you are a child of mine
1: I know, and I've had that experience since then, singing to her and my mom. So, you know, I have to believe that my mom could hear those things when she was not cognitively aware, um, consciously aware, and that my daughter experienced those things. And I see that connection between my daughter and my mother now, which is really comforting and beautiful, especially because my mom's still not yet able to um, physically like pick her up and chase after her and all those things. And I do think that's the, the magic wonder of music, Um, And that deeper connection that keeps us all, to me, that's just, that's the point of having a life based around music on the, on the daily basis that I go, what am I doing? Why am I doing this? I go back to that and it really is pure magic to me. try and think about if I, you know, wasn't myself and I was listening to this record and what I hope I would gain. And I think about the music that I listen to that I love. It's when I feel seen in somebody else's songs, when I feel like, oh yeah, they have the same experience as I do or the same feelings. I hope people take that away that if they, you know, are struggling with shameful feelings or, or experiences or thoughts that they still, through this record, they still feel that they're worthy of love and redemption and healing and know that we're all connected. And I think, you know, a lot of this stuff can be dismissed as like woo-woo, new agey mindsets. But honestly, I think we need some, we need more of that, like more than ever in today's today's world. So I hope that they can can feel connection and less alone when they when they listen to this record. Good People is one of my favorites as well, which I wrote with Maddie Diaz, and I love Good People because I I feel like my progression as a songwriter, a lot of it is also about facing fears of vulnerability and the songwriters that I love write songs that feel so exposing and so so personal that they inevitably become universal because we all, as humans, we all experience so much of the same stuff, whether we want to admit it or not. And good people feels like that, like really trying to, to admit a lot of the darkness or faults or flaws or mistakes that we've made and say, but I'm still... Redeemable. I'm still worthy of love, and I love I love the recording of that one. The piano parts and the strings um, are some of my favorites.
2: You told me I could change it, I could fix it or break it. Does it make me weak if I can't take it? What was done?
1: Music is is very emotional to me, so I have times where I can't listen to music, um, and I'll have to kind of take a break. But music is stories, and knowing other people's stories helps me get through life, just knowing that other people go through similar things. And in such, when it's put to music, it's such an incredible physical experience, because it's vibrational and someone's you know the sound of somebody's voice can be so incredibly moving um the words that they're saying the instrumentation it can make anything feel better
2: it's just a feeling it's just a thought you don't
1: Music is one of the most important things. And yeah, this whole, this making of this record through this really transformative, painful time in my life has only proven how much I seek out music as a source to uh, uplift or heal.
0: Michaela Ann's songs on "O To Be That Free are an uplifting and healing experience. Please give them a listen in full, start to finish. But before you do that, we have a little more fun in the Fast Five. Here we go. What's the first song you can remember hearing that you loved?
1: Um, Baby Beluga by Raffi.
2: Baby Beluga, oh baby Beluga, sing your little song, sing for all your friends, we like to hear you.
1: I mean, I could probably think of something later, but that was definitely like my first favorite song and Rafi's voice is so soothing I'm forever a, a huge Rafi fan even before I had a baby I was I was like a Rafi stan I would, I would talk to him on Twitter
0: <laughs> I, love, I love him <laughs> that's great uh, how about the song that makes you feel uh, the most nostalgic or you know reflective sparks memories for you
1: um, I mean so many but I would say probably Weezer's Say It Ain't So just can hear that song and I mean even thinking about it I feel like I get goosebumps on my back for some reason because it just takes me back to elementary school playing like a fake electric guitar blow up guitar um, with my cousins and just like that feeling when you're young and you feel so emotionally moved by a rock song or a minor chord and you don't know what those feelings are because you're a child but it just feels so good and life is so still so innocent
0: yeah it's almost like when those songs you like that you don't you're not even listening to the song you just you're thrown back to that time so you're not even yeah it's it's amazing okay we're gonna pick it up here how about your go-to song for dancing
1: oh um well that often changes lately it's been anything by doja cat
0: Kind of along those lines, how about the song that makes you feel like uh, like working out or you know, motivates you to do something that maybe you don't feel like doing at the time?
1: Oh, man. Okay, I'm trying to think fast. I feel like that would probably be another like Doja Cat, SZA. Honestly, I have a playlist called Dance Labor. That was wow. for um, when I was going to give birth that I thought I needed a motivating <laughs> to- <laughs> I love um, Silk Sonic, the Anderson Pock and Bruno Bruno Mars. That is so good. I'll go with that. I'll go with Skate.
0: Okay, last one is a song that lifts you up when you're feeling down.
2: Oh,
1: okay. I feel like I'm really aging myself, but, uh, you know, nostalgic music just really helps me. So I would say my ultimate favorite song that always makes me feel good is, and my go-to karaoke song is Montel Jordan, This Is How We Do It. you looked at me for a long time with that like okay (laughs) i feel feel like i'm giving you answers that maybe you weren't weren't expecting expecting,
0: keeping me on my toes
1: no country songs apparently i haven't picked any country songs i mean come on
0: this is great this sounds like my daughter if i'm asking my daughters this question
1: (laughs) (laughs) um i don't know but this is how we do it. it was like I loved karaoke. And that was one of my favorites, maybe because it was like a lot of lyrics that I could sing fast. But yeah, anytime it comes, if I randomly hear it on the radio, no matter what mood I'm in, I get really excited. This is a good example of how music can just like, I remember, you know, when my mom was in the hospital for three months, I would get up and drive, you know, at seven 30 in the morning. And I was very pregnant. It was wintertime in Michigan. And I remember just driving and Michigan is so depressing in the winter. And I remember driving just the dirty roads, like slosh, sloshy, you know, and driving to the hospital and my mom still wasn't speaking. And this is how we do it came on the radio. And I was like, I turned it up and I was like dancing in my, in my car on the drive there. And to me, that's like the example of how powerful music can be. And also how, powerful the human spirit is of just like in moments of utter despair you still want moments of joy
0: that's a perfect way to end it michaela thank you so much for your time and and for sharing your this the story behind this record and it's just been wonderful thank you so much
1: thank you thank you for
0: having me i'm mike foley talk to you again on the next music journey